Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live studios overlooking the beautiful city of downtown Rochester, New York. Bringing you Steeler news, updates, stats, and scores. Check us out on the web and talk shoe radio at www.steelernationlive.net. And new for the 2015-2016 season, kick it in with Jeff Reed, former Super Bowl champion of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here are your hosts of Steeler Nation Live, Big Tiz and Big O. Welcome to Steeler Nation Live, Big Tiz. And I'm Big O. Our next guest was born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, has the pleasure to oversee the Steelers, the Pirates, the Penguins, and pretty much everything else that happens in the city of Pittsburgh. Sworn in as the 60th mayor of the city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on January 6, 2014 in Heinz Field, he's a Scorpio. He loves long walks on the beach, holding hand and cuddling in front of the fire. Let's have a big, warm welcome for the mayor of Pittsburgh, William Peduto, to Steeler Nation Live. Welcome, mayor. Hey, guys. Good to be on the show. Hey, mayor. Thanks for coming out, checking us out here on Steeler Nation Live. And we are more than ecstatic to have you on. Like I said, Big O, we're talking to the big honcho of Pittsburgh. Not not the head coach, but the one above, the honcho. Oh, man, I love the city. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, really quick, I love the city of Pittsburgh. Love it. I want to move there. <laughs> well, I got a place for you in Bloomfield, so you let me know when you're coming. <laughs> That's what I told you. You like this guy. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Mayor, now you, you've held different positions in city office before landing the position of mayor. You seem to many people inside of Pittsburgh and outside of Pittsburgh to be a progressive type, like, you know, a hip type mayor. And I would say swag. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm talking about. This guy has it. And I don't know if a lot of you guys outside of Pittsburgh, if you know, they, you know if he's done other things such as the, the undercover boss. We've seen him on there. Great show. And I, I love the bit that you did there, Big O. Loved it. I loved, loved the beard. The, the look was great, man. <laughs> And also, it's sort of his uh, Duck, Duck Dynasty meets uh, Jerry Garcia. It's somewhat funny, <laughs> It was great. And if you guys missed it, you got to check it out. And we've also heard you a lot, guys. You got to check them out there on Pittsburgh's main, main hub there, the WDVE Morning Show with uh, Randy Bauman. I've heard you on there a lot. And you are great, and this is this is progressive, and this is why I said we had to have this guy on the show. A lot of mayors, you know, people think of them being stuffy, a little uptight, but you know what? You're a little bit different from that, mayor. Yeah, I'm, I'm living my dream. So you know, this is the best job I'll have in my life, and I just try to think each day, um, how can I appreciate it? You know, you just look back when it's all done and said, and you ask yourself, did you try to do everything that you wanted to do, and did you have a little bit of fun along the way? And, you know, the thing about people in Pittsburgh, they'd never put up with somebody who was stuffy. It's just, it's not in our nature. We're down-to-earth people, and they expect that out of their mayor. Now, Mayor, let's go back a couple of days. Say, like, 2012 with former Mayor Luke Ravenstahl. 
Ravensaw. I don't even know how he got into office with that name. I know, but, I know. But, but anyways, Mayor, <laughs> he lost a bet with Denver's Mayor Michael Hancock where Mayor Ravenstall had to uh, wear the Broncos jersey and do the Tebow because they had a little side bet when uh, we unfortunately lost to the Broncos. Do you see yourself making any friendly bets, as we might say on the show because we don't gamble here, with any other mayors, maybe say the mayor of Baltimore? I could definitely see that happening in the future. I'm not sure what it would be that would be the wager. But i got to tell you, you know, we've been looking, getting ready for the upcoming snow, and uh, I could use a new plow truck. <laughs> wow. Like I said, you love, love this guy. And you know what? We also want to get the, the, the fraction for people out, outside of Pittsburgh. There are a lot of Steeler fans out there. That's why this is called Steeler Nation, because there's so many Steeler fans out there outside of Pittsburgh. What do you think attracts so many fans to the Pittsburgh Steelers and and Pittsburgh? We're the underdog. I mean, we're the only, you know, team that's won as many Super Bowls that can still be considered an underdog, but <clears throat> the city of Pittsburgh is. A lot of people identify themselves with that. I met with the mayor of Macapal, uh, Mexico, a big city right outside of Mexico City, where their hospitals are and where their economy is really growing. Since he was a child, he's been a Steeler fan. He made a, a special pilgrimage to come here to wow. see a game. But I think we have to realize that, too. Steeler fans aren't just all over the country, and they're not just the people that moved away from Pittsburgh during the uh, downturn in the economy. They're people from all over the world. And, you know, especially during the 70s, after so many decades of not having a team that had with a winning record, all of a sudden the team comes and becomes the, the dynasty. I think that that sort of really, for folks that grew up in that era, um, solidified it. And then for others, watching them come back and being able to, to put together, you know, the next two Super Bowls, it's just it's something that's special. Now, being the mayor of Pittsburgh, you're a pretty popular guy. Now, there's also some pretty popular people in the city of Pittsburgh as well. We'll say the Roonies. What yeah. relationship do you have with the Roonies, political or or any other uh, personal relationships? Well, you know, being a Pittsburgh kid, you know, grew up in the 70s, there's certainly a lot of respect to the Rooney family, and, the, you know, they've kept this operation in the family while others have sold the teams or they have uh, very diversified boards where they only have a minority interest. The Roonies have kept the senior interest and kept it within the family. And you see that with the players and the respect that they have for the family. And, you know, it's it's an honor to get to work with them. And we work on a lot of different issues, not you know, not just the game day operations, but the development in the north side and the ability to work on different issues that they have taken a strong interest in. And, you know, working with Mrs. Rooney at this point, uh, in a park that she has uh, put a lot of time and attention into, seeing the West Park over in the, uh, in the north side and the restoration of it. They put their effort into Pittsburgh as much as they put the effort within the team. Exactly. And, and that's one thing you have to respect with the, uh, the Roonies, the way that, like you said, it just, just doesn't encompass that, that stadium right there. They go out and they help the community, and that is huge. And, you know, I don't know if you can say that about a lot of other teams out there, a lot of other organizations out there, but these guys, they have to be well-respected, and they show it every time by that. But you, you being the yeah. mayor and you, growing, and you growing up in Pittsburgh, the fact is 
you've seen a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers come and go. Some great ones, from Mean Joe oh, Green yeah. to Terry yeah. Bradshaw. Who's your favorite Steeler of all time, and why? Jack Lambert. <laughs> Jack Lambert, just because of the way that he played the game. And, you know, I had the opportunity to get to meet him, um, I guess, about 10 years ago or so. He actually started playing hockey after he, he hung up the cleats. He, he put on some skates and played on a, a charity hockey team that I actually play on, and we never got to skate at the same time. He quit before I started, but we were at a uh, a banquet, and he just ripped me apart up and down and just wow. was merciless. And all I could do is feel honored because <laughs> here's the guy, and he's the real deal. I mean, what he was on the field is what he is as a, as a, as a person. I mean, he, he's tough, but there's also this... Uh, Decide about that he understood that my getting the ribbing uh, made me feel kind of special because he was giving me the attention. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, it was one thing to be. He kept calling me Murphy. You're Tom Murphy. Yeah, you're Murphy. Where, <laughs> where'd you buy that suit? You know, five and dime. He's just everything about me. He was just ripping about. But at the end of the day, he came up and gave me a good handshake and uh, wished me well. And. Uh, but, man, the way that he played football back in the 70s, we, we used to try to be like Jack Lambert when it would come to playing defense and Lynn Swan when it would come to playing uh, offense. And the little games that we used to play in the cemetery that was behind our house, um, you always would try to do the swan dive. You know, you'd always try to reach out. And even if the ball was coming right in your chest, you'd try to make it like a, a Lynn Swan catch. But magical, magical moments. I, I actually grew up um, and went to school for several years with Bobby Walton's son. Wow. And um, remember, he's yeah, from Alabama. Oh, yeah. But um, uh, just those guys were part of the community. I remember there was an old movie theater on Green Tree Road called Cinemit South, and my friends and I were leaving, and who's outside getting ready to go in but Mel Blunt and Mike Wagner and going up to them and shaking their hands, and their hands reaching all the way around our hands. And I see those guys now. And i got to tell you, I've told Mike Wagner the story, I think, three times, and each time he gets mad at me because it reminds him how older he is than me. Wow. Now, one of my favorite Jack Lambert moments, really quick, um, to do a little sidebar here, was uh, in the Super Bowl against the Cowboys where we missed that field goal, and I believe it was Charlie Waters came up and tapped the kicker yep. on the head, and, and Jack Lambert picked him up and slammed him down. And I, I think he said, um, uh, don't quote me, but uh, we're, we are not to be intimidated because we're the intimidators. And I, that was awesome. Right. Oh, yeah. That's one yep. thing, like I said, you can always love about Pittsburgh and respect them. You know, the fact is that they, they're hardworking. You said at the beginning, blue chip, hardworking community, and, and the team displayed that as well. And, you know, like we said, even from the legends such as uh, Chuck Noll, Absolutely. Now, now, Mayor, Steelers or Pirates, what team, you know, after the, the 70s and 80s, what team do you think actually put the city of Pittsburgh on the map as far as professional sports? I have a, a belief about this. Um, and I think about it back in 1972 when the ball was caught out of the air. You know, the moment that Franco catches that ball. Oh, yeah. You know, up until that point, Pittsburgh is a baseball town. It is all about the base. You know, from the 1960 World Series team beating the Yankees to that 1971 
World Series, Willie Stargell, Roberto Clemente. It's, it's a baseball team. And the moment that Franco catches that ball, and about a week later when that earthquake happens, and Roberto ends up losing his life, there was a switch where a city that was the baseball city became the football city. And it sort of happens right in that month. And then you watch as the teams get, you know, not only win, but people expect them to win and then the dynasty. And uh, it was really hard as a kid to differentiate between what your love was. I, I grew up, I was going to be the first baseball player astronaut. That was wow. what I wanted to be. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah. Well, okay. I couldn't hit a curveball by ninth grade. You know, <laughs> kids started throwing curveballs, and I'm striking out. And I was really bad in science, so I ended up in politics. Hey, join the club. You didn't choose. You never chose. You know, it was all sports. It was, it, and the, the love was there for all of the teams. And I was a big hockey fan, you know, started playing when I was eight years old and still play to this day, 42 years later. But it's... um it's just part of the culture. Pittsburgh is a sports town like no other. We are like a big high school. We have school colors. You know, they're black and gold. We have the teams, and they, they bring us all together. It doesn't matter what your background is. You are all together. The richest people in the city are sitting right with the poorest people in the city and all the different neighborhoods, and everyone cheers. And it, it's, it's a way... Because God knows there's a lot of ways we can separate ourselves but around our teams that we're all one. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. And the guys out there, you got to recognize that's why the city is so great. We have a great leader here joining us on the show tonight, uh, Bill Perdue, Perduto, excuse me. And the fact is the fact that he's a great lover of the Steelers, just as uh, we are here on Steel Nation Live. Let me ask you something now, Mayor. The fact is that, you know, we have the baseball, the hockey and the football, are there any long-range plans for the for the city of Pittsburgh to possibly end up with an NBA team? That, now, that'd be cool. I think we're getting there. I think that if you'd have said that about 10 years ago, people would say, nah, nah, nah just it's not a basketball town. Nah. I think that what uh, Pitt has done has proven that wrong. And I think that, you know, even before joining the ACC, uh, biggest games were always sold out. And now you have Console Arena and the real ability to be able to look at the possibility of trying to lure a team. Now, the, the difficulty is who has those deep pockets for hundreds of millions that NBA would want for a franchise. Exactly. But I think the other challenge, which we never had before, was could we sell it out? And I think that, you know, that's something now that could become a possibility that we could actually have that, that base to be able to be. Uh, able to keep, compete at some point for a potential uh, franchise. Now, money is an issue. It's it, it's it's a huge issue. Understand? I do believe that the city of Pittsburgh does have a fan base because let me tell you something, uh, Mayor. I was at the the Green Bay game, the Pittsburgh game that that's that day. And where can you go? What city can you go to? Where you see a professional football game, and then after that's over, walk down the street a couple blocks and see a a major league baseball game the same day. I'm I'm talking walking. Yeah. I mean that's amazing. That's that's why and if if it was cold out and you want to watch hockey, you cross the bridge and you go over to the Mellon Center and now you can watch the hockey game all within walking distance. That's amazing for a city to to be able to do that. Yeah, you know there was a lot of questions about whether they should have put the stadiums 
right on the river, right in downtown, or whether they should have looked at other cities and do it in somewhere out in the suburbs or even further out with a sea of parking around it. I am so happy that the decision was made to put it where, where they are because they make it part of it. And when people come to Pittsburgh and they cross the bridge and they see Heinz Field, they see PNC Park, it sort of becomes an identity of the city as well. Well, Mayor, you know what? We're coming to almost to the close of this, inter this interview, but one thing we want to do before we close out is we want to take you through what everybody who we interview, we take them through what we call the Blitz Round. The Blitz. And the Blitz, what we do is we ask you a couple questions, and you give us what's at the top of your head, and we'll leave it there and go right to the next one. So, All, all right. right. Okay, Mayor, you got your thing cap on. Here we go. Your favorite thing about the city of Pittsburgh? For me, it's simple. It's it's my family. They're all here, and my friends, uh, those that were able to stay through the rough years. Love it, love it. Best place to eat in Pittsburgh? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a place, and it's, uh, it's not open like a regular restaurant. It's open when he decides to. It's called Yosef's Corner. Yosef's Corner, and it's in Hazelwood. And it's right next to the old LTV steel mill. And it's Hungarian food made by Nick, who uh, owns the place. And he is from Budapest. And it's the Transylvanian recipes his grandmother taught him. Oh, wow. But he, he, he doesn't open any, every day. There's no menu. And it's all served on styrofoam. Wow. Nice. Hey, you know what? That's what I like. I like something that's... And that's easy. what you look, yeah, easy. And easy. you know, from Transylvania type food, that's that's wow. that's amazing. <laughs> Transylvania goulash, he knows, is one of my favorite things. Love it. All right, you got to pick one, Mayor. Steelers, Pirates, or Penguins? Well, uh, Penguins have always been in my heart when I was a fan, and nobody even knew what hockey was. And I still am a season ticket holder with my same buddies that I've had the tickets with for decades. I love that. I love that. Mayor, best advice ever given to you? Huh, it's recent, and it is from a 15-year-old girl from Beltsuver after we put together this summer of Earn and Learn, and she gave me advice about being a mayor. She said, you can't make choices for me. I'll make my own choices in life, but you can give me opportunities. Wow. That's and deep. that's from a 15-year-old girl? That's deep. 15-year-old <laughs> girl. Now, I'll tell you one other thing about it. I asked her what the best experience was for her for that summer of going out and earning and learning and earning money. And she said, I got to go outside this summer. I usually don't go outside. And I was like, well, wow. yeah, 15 year olds should be outside. Absolutely. Now, Mayor, one thing in your past you could change, or if you had a do over, what would it be? Well, I was not a good college student. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so when I was an undergrad, I, uh, I struggled a bit. Uh, I wish I would have, uh, uh Put a little bit more attention to uh, the grades and maybe a little less attention to the other things that go on in college. Next question for you, Mary, and I love this one. Now, let's say, like I said, you've done some great things for Pittsburgh, and let's just say it like this. It stood out. And Hollywood came a-calling. They come into Pittsburgh, and they want to do a movie about Bill Peduto. Let me ask you, huh. who would play Bill Peduto? Yeah, what actor well, would George play Clooney, you? Of George Clooney, of course. George Clooney, of course. All right. I love it. Are you I like kidding? It. No. Or <laughs> that guy who was in uh, uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I used to look like. <laughs> I'll, 
I'll go with the Clooney one there, Mayor. I think, <laughs> I think there's a huge resemblance to you and George Clooney. I would say the okay. younger Clooney, the younger Clooney, I think. Um, next question, Mayor. If, if you were stuck in a foxhole, fierce fighting bolts overhead, name one person in your life, past or present, that you would want beside you fighting with you to help you get out of that foxhole. My chief of staff, Kevin Acklin. And let me tell you something people don't know about Kevin Acklin. He's not only put, he put himself, well, actually got scholarship to go to Harvard and was a Harvard graduate in Georgetown Law. But Kevin started every year, freshman year to senior year, on the hockey team at Central Catholic, where he led the team in penalty minutes every year. Nice. That's the type of guy I want next to me. There you go. That's what it's all about. And, and the last question, Mayor, what are some of the future plans that possibly people from Pittsburgh and maybe even some people outside of Pittsburgh can take note of? Because, like I said, you're one of the more progressive cities out there. And I wish a lot of cities would, in some ways, follow suit with the, what Pittsburgh is doing there. And, you know, you being the head there, I figure we get it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. <laughs> I think that the biggest lesson that cities can learn from Pittsburgh is that cities can always come back. You can bomb a city or flood a city or have a city having an earthquake or a fire. You can basically rip the economic heart out of a city like we had during the late 70s, the 80s, and even the 90s. As long as you invest in people, and you believe in a city, a city has the ability to come back. So I tell this to people of Detroit all the time. You may not be the city you were in the 1980s, but you can be better. And it just takes a little bit of time. Wow. That's, that's awesome. i got to tell you, from a personal standpoint, Mayor, I've been traveling to Pittsburgh for many, many years. Um, I love everything about the city of Pittsburgh, the people, um, what the city has to offer, uh, I would say, f- not foreigners, but, but visitors who come to the city of Pittsburgh. And I just want to let you know, as being an outsider, don't live in Pittsburgh, that I appreciate, I look forward to, and I love coming to the city of Pittsburgh, not because I'm talking to the mayor of Pittsburgh, because I've been doing this for years. Now I bring in uh, my 9-year-old twins. I have a 22-year-old mm-hmm. daughter, a 20-year-old son, an 18-year-old son that I've been bringing to Pittsburgh all their lives. And now it's the twins. We've been bringing them for the past five years going to see Steelers games, uh, Pirates games. And, in fact, my son, who is in the Navy right now, the 20-year-old, he was scouted by the Pirates not, not too many years ago, and he was 15. So that just sweetened the deal, how I love the city of Pittsburgh and everything about it, the, the transit system. Um, it's just a very clean, very well-operated city, and I want to thank you for being on our show, Mayor. It's my pleasure. i, I got to tell you guys one last thing. And, uh I had a chance today, we did a rally for the Pirates, and I was talking with Frank Finley, uh president of the Pirates, and he told me that tomorrow during the starting lineup, Jung-Ho Gong will be there with his teammates. That's awesome. Wow. That's, uh, that's amazing. See, that's, well, what that's I, Pittsburgh, too. That's what I love about Pittsburgh, that's, man. Yep. Well, I agree, guys. Hey, Thanks for uh, taking this message out to the masses. Thanks for recognizing that Steelers Nation goes far beyond the borders of Western Pennsylvania. It's about a spirit that we all share. It's about a team that we love. But it really does come down to the type of way that we want to see this, uh, not only the sport play, but the way that we want to be ourselves. And that, that really is the essence of the nation. 
Mayor, we thank you again for coming on Still Nation Live, and we'll try to have it out for you guys to go to our website, www.stillanationlive.net. Go there and listen to our show, especially this interview with the mayor. It's a great one. And, Mayor, again, we thank you. And like we said, he's one of the hippest ones out there. Swag. Yeah, swag. That's what we said. <laughs> this mayor has swag. So, you guys, go down to Pittsburgh, support him. And, Bill Peduto, you are one to be reckoned with, brother. So, we'll see you until we see you next time on Still Nation Live.
It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.